intercepted transmission from Baron Carter. Yeah, I'll pay for the drive data, but I don't care about no broken down mech body. I don't need it to secure my operation with the AI that D's bringing us. Ain't nobody gonna be able to get the drop on us again. I mean, if it's free, we'll take it. Ain't gonna look no gift horse in the mouth, but she'll be back in a few days, and I want word the moment she sets foot in that safe house, you hear me? Alright. Now tell me about what's going on on Kinsha. What's the problem you're all having with them coffin-making folks? And thank you for tuning oh. into the room where it happened. <laughs> actual play <laughs> podcast built on communal world building and having good f- good times with good friends. That's what our that's what it's been every time. The yep. uh, <laughs> um, today we are continuing our game of Scum and Villainy by Stras Osimovic Othom- and John LeBouf Little uh, with elements of uh, Beam Saber from. You can do it. Isn't it Austin Ramsay? It's yes. Austin Ramsay. Yeah, that was a test. Oh, you passed, I won. but just barely. Uh, <laughs> um, with me, as always, uh, playing a wine is Danielle. Uh, hi, I'm Danielle. I use she/her pronouns, and you can find me on the internet at RedtailedTalk90. Playing Winter is Anya. Howdy, I'm Anya. I uh, use they, them pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at aka Anya. Playing Carrie is Richard. Hi, I'm Richard. My pronouns are he, him, and you can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure. And playing Molly is Shannon. Hi, I'm Shannon. I use she, her pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at Big Mom Energy. And I'm Brian. Uh, you can find me and the podcast in the same place on Twitter. It's at RoomwarePod. Come talk to us. Um, uh, and by talk to us, I mean see the stream of uh, retweets that I'm doing right now. Um, mm-hmm. Also, you can talk. You can check out our cool Instagram. It's at RoomwarePod. Our fun websites, RoomwarePod.com. Uh, if you like what we do and you want to hear me talk about behind-the-scenes stuff at the end of every month, oops, sorry, at the end of every month, uh, 
you can check us out on uh, Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash roomwarepod or roomwarepod.cash. Also, check out our Discord. The link is down in the description below. We have a great community over on Discord, uh, and we would love for you to join us and talk to us about the show or about the food that you're making or about the media that you're consuming or just screaming. Uh, <laughs> screaming <laughs> we is have diverse too. interests. Um, <laughs> right here at the top, right now, we are recording... Uh, we are recording uh, this th- this particular episode in the during times. We thought we were going to be in the after times, uh, but now we're in the during times. The p- apparently, the out- what we thought were the during times are in fact the before times. Um, and uh, th- there's a lot like we- there's a number of uh, protests across the country right now uh, for people standing up against police brutality and racial inequality. And if you've listened to our show so far, I would hope that you know what our, like what, what our stance is on that. Uh, but to not put too fine a pine or not to put too fine a point on it. Uh, I think it's safe to say that we as a podcast, uh, stand against racial inequality and police brutality with, every fiber of our being uh, and we support people who do the same uh, we encourage you to get out there and uh, get out there and be involved in whatever way that you feel that you are capable of whether that be financially uh, through signal boosting by physically getting into the streets by providing support uh, do what you feel that you are capable of um, and uh, we love you and if you don't agree with that, you can stop listening. It's not going to hurt our feelings. <laughs> uh, so yeah. say we all. Yeah. Um, so picking up where we left off, uh, you guys are <laughs> real fucked up. Um, lots of you got shot. I think the only person who didn't get no, the only person who did not straight up and down get shot was Carrie, right? That's right. I'm checking. We you healed, got though. We we yeah. we got doctored well, up. We're good. It's, yeah, it's true. But getting shot still hurts. Um, I don't have any harm, right? No, now. no, no. Everybody healed all of their harm. Oh, yeah. Okay. You guys just spent a small fortune to do so. We still have six cred. It's true, but I think you spent almost all of the money that you earned from this job. We did. Um, it was fine. It was fine. That's what downtime is for, is for spending your cred on injuries you acquired during downtime. Um, but, um, so last time you guys landed, uh, on, uh, Tupelo Station, uh, Carrie put on a concert that ended in a bang. All right. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna, uh, we're not gonna dignify that. Brian. No, okay. I'll edit around that, it. It's was fine. that a pun? I'm gonna edit. What I'm gonna edit in is like when I say with a bang, and then all of y'all's laughing from where I said okay, and they'll sound like it'll it'll kill. It's like uh huh. Uh huh. Um. But uh, the concert did not go super great as Butch and his boys showed up. Uh, they didn't uh, take kindly to the fact that you all made them kind of look like chump assholes, uh, chump which you assholes. definitely did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How can you make somebody look like something that they already are? Guess easily. By making them do the thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but that's not our fault. It's a little your fault by their definition, um, <laughs> which is why they showed up with a bunch of guns. But uh, you guys got out of the firefight. A wine got shot straight up in the chest mm-hmm. um, and stressed out. Yep. Uh, it was bad all around for a wine. Yep. Um, it wasn't a good time. And we learned that Pound is very strong. <laughs> yep. He's a strong We also invited boy. Pound on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Pound is now part of the crew. He's just around. Um, yep. If you, I, I don't know if I ever said this on mic uh, in in the main feed. I, mean, I probably said it on uh, payoff and upkeep. But um, if uh, you're wondering what Pound looks like, he's kind of like a smaller version of straight up a loader bot from Borderlands. Like he's just shoulders with no head. <laughs> um, he's my son now, I guess. The uh, <laughs> so he's joined the crew. Uh, Carrie had a really, uh, touching heart-to-heart with Winter. Um, Winter... We've been doing a lot of that. Huh? We've been doing a lot of that. It's true. Um, Winter, uh, properly defined a pun. Uh, uh, No, they didn't. They did. What you made was not a pun. (laughs) Molly made a joke that wasn't a pun. They just um, said, I will leave that to you to decide. They didn't. Anyway. They put the definition of a pun bigger. on their face. Yeah. And they pulled that um, from the from whatever wibbly-wobbly internet exists. We've been definitely uh, just brushing that <laughs> to the side. <laughs> it's fine. Um, it's fine. So, you guys are up in space. You didn't have a job. Uh, when we left, and I think, uh, I think what maybe we, we do is, like, a cold open here, um, we see the, uh, we see the, uh, wyvern landing at the station, uh, and, um, it's in a small town. It's on a snowy planet. It's not like an active snowstorm, but it's definitely uh, snowing. Um, and uh, I think, like, it, it's very quiet as, like, the team, like, the ramp lowers down and we see the team get off. And, like, Living on the Sand by Coulter Wall is, like, playing in the background. Uh, and two fellows who weren't armed but, like, look like they could be dangerous, meet you there, though they don't seem to be aggressive. Like, from the audience perspective, we don't, they don't seem to be aggressive. Um, and then we get a couple of tracking shots of them leading you through not a small town, but not a big one either. Um, it's definitely got that sort of, like, smaller town vibe, though. There's no... The buildings all have character to them. There's no, like chains or uh, or um large corporate fronts and then the two fellas bring you up into a uh, kind of uh just outside of the center of town to like a, a warehouse um older looking warehouse sort of building and the sign above it says heirloom coffins and more um and then we get as the camera comes like you guys walk in and we get the camera and we see um 
we see a woman who is standing over a coffin. She is building uh, a coffin. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Credence Farlow. Um, she is the leader, or the owner and proprietor of Heirloom Coffins and more. Um, and uh, as you guys come in, she like looks up and kind of nods to you. We see the music fade. And she's like... <sighs> I greatly appreciate y'all coming. Uh, I know that it's a bit short notice and a little cloak and dagger, but I do I do appreciate y'all coming. Uh, Johnny recommends y'all highly, and I take their word pretty uh pretty seriously. So, so hopefully y'all live up to that reputation. Uh, and she looks to the two guards. She's like, if y'all if 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 y'all can give us the room if you don't mind. They sort of nod and just kind of kind of walk out of the room. Um, and she's in like just kind of like a pair of dungarees. Um, this is the most this is the most cowboy ass looking person I think we've we've put on screen so far because she is just like in a pair of dungarees. She's got like the suspenders and like the shirt with the no collar and the sleeves all the way rolled up. And she like puts a hand plane down on top of a half finished coffin. Um, <laughs> some old west shit happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um and she, like, gestures over to a few chairs and kind of, like, not an office, but kind of a make sh- Like, there's a desk inside of this workshop area. Uh, and she offers you guys a seat and everything. She goes, Now, normally, this is a matter that I would handle internally. I ain't, uh... I ain't necessarily an isolationist, but, you know, I like to keep things close to the chest, especially when it comes to my business. But recently, we've had some fellas moving in. Uh, and, uh, we get, like, a wide shot of the planet. We're on the planet Kinshaw. Uh, it's snowy. Uh, it is, uh, hilly. It's covered in, uh, fir trees. Um, primarily it's a logging planet. Uh, they grow genetically engineered fir trees here. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of of logging activity on this planet. Um, you guys would know because most of you are outlaws. Um, Kinshaw has a reputation of a place where you can disappear for a while. Uh, there's not a lot of large population centers, but there are a lot of small logging company towns. Um, and it's real easy to like park outside of town, walk in, get a job for a little while and sort of disappear until your heat dies down. Um, and the city that you're in, Pineville, is one of the kind of few, like, actual proper proper little towns that exist here. Um, but Credence sort of continues. Uh, we've had some fellas move in just outside town who've been creeping in on, on my business. Uh, I know that Baron Carter has sent them. That boy's got aspirations, and while uh, I can admire his spunk, I don't admire the fact that he's coming from my piece of the pie. Uh, I like to keep my town peaceful. I like to take care of my people, and that's what I like to do. I don't really like to deal with would-be little bandit kings, but would-be little bandit king sent his little would-be bandit tribe out to to mess with me 
And normally I would just deal with them and deal with the headache, but they've been hitting us pretty hard, getting way into our business. And then about three days ago, we had a run-in with them and I lost three of my people. Now, I don't know how they knew that we were doing this particular job. And the only real explanation that I have is that I've got somebody in my organization feeding them information. Thus me calling you folks. Uh, And basically uh, what she's going to lay out is the mission for you guys. What she wants you to do is find the people who hurt her people. Uh, she has three of her people missing, and she gives you photographs of all of them. Um, their names are Isaiah, uh, the river takes you home. Uh, Isaiah uses it, uh, it and its pronouns. Uh, remember Morrow. Uh, remember uses, uh, Caesar pronouns. And, uh, Willem Grick. Uh, and Willem uses uh, EM pronouns. And uh, is somebody typing that where we can see it? I will. Uh, I, if you want, I will post it into the chat for you guys because I know you, a lot. those are some. Yeah. Those are some does, fucking does, names. Does the uh, stuff that I type in the crew sheet show up for y'all as well? Um, hold on a second. Which, you, take some. which crew, see, which crew sheet? So on roll 20, mm-hmm. um, if you go to your character sheet. Um, I only have winter. Yeah, if you go to your character sheet and then you um, open up, open it up and you click on the little thing that says character mode, mm-hmm. it will take you to ship mode. Aha! Does oh. that have stuff filled out in it? Wait, Oh God! Faction mode, character mode. Shit. No, it does okay. not no, it have it filled out for me. Oh, I winter or uh, Anya. I'm sorry. I know why your your sheet was acting weird. I was also in it, clicking that same button. Oh, what's <laughs> I'm happening? So sorry. Why is it going? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize like we were both controlling it at the same time. <laughs> it's like I didn't do that. Where did it go? <laughs> but I went ahead and I, I I posted their names in chat for you guys. Cool. Um. No, it's not filled out for us, I don't think. Okay, well then I'll copy what I have, because I have a bunch of other stuff here too, uh, into the chat so that you can see it too. Okay, so your your mission is to recover these people. Um, Credence isn't holding out hope that these people are alive. Uh, she hopes that they are, and if they are, she wants you to bring them home. And if they're dead, if you can also still bring them home, she would appreciate that. Because she feels like their their families at least deserves a chance to bury them. Um, if you can't recover them, as long as you can confirm what's happened to them, that's good enough. It all pays the same. Um, the real kicker, and where you guys can make some real money, is that Credence would very much like to meet the people who attacked her people. <laughs> um... Currently, they are all hid out in a logging town. It's about a mile, or not a mile, it's about a day uh, overland travel uh, towards the northeast from Pineville. Uh, They are hid out in, like, a company logging town that sort of sprung up around a logging operation. The logging operation is owned by um, a company called... 
St. Lawrence Boom and Lumber Company. Uh, but everybody just calls the little town that sprung up around their logging operation Boomtown. Um, Greens is, is straight with you. It ain't like a place full of fine, upstanding citizens. Uh, if these bandits are hiding out there, then they've probably got some kind of in with the foreman who is effectively the little, like, the ruler of his own little fiefdom up there. Um, and it's not when it, it, it is a hodgepodge of prefabricated, uh, living conditions and workers spending what, you know, money they have while they're still like they're in camp, you know? Um, so does she think that the three people are being held there? If they're alive, that's probably where they are. Okay. Um, again, she doesn't have... She doesn't have a huge hope that they're alive. Like, she wants them to be alive, but she is pragmatic enough to know that they're probably not. Uh, like, Credence is an outlaw. She knows how this works. But she would very much like to, at the very least, confirm that they're dead. And if mm -hmm. she can, get their bodies for their families. Um, okay. As you can imagine, Credence has, like, a, a whole sort of honor code thing about burying the dead. What with being a coffin maker and all. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, um, uh, to be, to clarify, yeah. uh, want to make sure that I get it. Um, <clears throat> we're to go to Boomtown, figure out who took these people, whether these people are still alive, um, and regardless of their alive or dead status, bring them home along with, hopefully, the folks who took them. Yes. Okay. So, um, if you can't recover, like, Crete, as long as you can confirm, uh, confirm what's up with them, Credence is fine with, with you not being, like, if you can't physically get to the bodies or if it's way too dangerous, sh she doesn't expect you to die for this. Mm -hmm. Um, she just needs confirmation and that's good enough. She would just really like, this is more of her being like, I would really prefer, especially if they're alive, I need them home. But if they're dead, I would really prefer to get those bodies back. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and the job as it stands is paying you six cred. It's a standard job. Mm -hmm. If you can return credence the people who did this, Credence is more than willing to double that for you. Okay. So, these people are worth a lot to Credence. Uh, one last caveat. Credence would also like to avoid open war with Baron Carter. <laughs> so while you're Aww. there, would you please kindly not mention who you work for? <laughs> okay. Aww. <laughs> uh, because Pineville is a nice little town, and she would prefer to keep it that way. So. Okay. Any more questions? Um. Dean, why were these people taken? Um, basically, like... Credence's group was running um, a hit on a UPRC uh, protected supply line to, like, a, a logging corporation. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they, they were, like, jacking supply, like, they were jacking whatever goods were on the, the thing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, more than these three people who are missing went out. Um, but they got jumped. Um, they got jumped and uh, things went very south. And the people who came back from from that encounter are like, these three people have gone missing. They got captured. So she knows that they got captured, but she doesn't necessarily know if they're alive. They haven't gotten any ransom demands or anything like that. So Right. Um. And they think that the folks what took them were the ones who were, who had come to... Pineville? Pineville. P-I-N. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, like, Baron Carter's men were in Pineville to uh, scope things out, and then... Well, they've been having skirmishes with these same people. Like, they keep hitting the same jobs. Um, mm-hmm. And... Through her own means, she's figured out that these are Baron Carter's folks. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's not hard to think. You guys would probably know this because you know more than enough outlaws at this point. Um, Baron Carter is like he's taking a very Roman approach to his expansion of his like own little uh, outlaw empire. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's trying to pressure people into assimilation as opposed to just like out and out war. Right. Um, But Crean saying the lady who... uh, who, who cottons to that very well. Right. Did these people disappear, like, under cover of darkness? Did it, was anybody a witness to them getting taken? They were not. Uh, there was, like, a, there was a pretty big firefight when it all went down, and so it was a very chaotic scene. Um, they just know that, we, like, they didn't recover any bodies from the scene, and they didn't come back home. So, I mean, maybe they could have gotten lost in the woods, but, like, it's not like they would have had communication devices on them. Okay. Is there so, something that, go if ahead. we find these folks alive, is there something that we can say to them that they will know where we're coming from without us announcing that we're from here? Yes. Well, she gave you, um, she did give you, like, I, 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 she gave you photos, right? Right. Okay. I wanted to make sure I said that, uh, that way you guys actually know who the fuck you're looking for. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yes, I hadn't actually planned for that question, uh, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but she definitely could give you something. Yeah. Let's yeah. generate. We don't want to roll up in there and be like, Constance sent us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Constance would appreciate if you did that. Didn't do that, yeah. Hi, tiny cat. What? <laughs> She's really adorable because okay. she stands up on her hind legs and looks at me. Um, oh. If you meet them... Uh, you're gonna, like, if you meet them and you want them to know that you're part of Constance's group, you ask them, like, where does the hill drop off? And they should respond, at the river. Okay. Thanks to the internet. Ooh. Fancy. 
That's an impressive code situation y'all got going on. <laughs> Thanks. I just made it up. The uh, <laughs> do your contacts know. Um, so, um, any other questions, or do you guys want to do like we can also move into like just regular information gathering? Um, about the, like, the site and the place where these bandits are hanging out, too. Like, we can roll sure. that all into one thing. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so, Constance will give you, uh, not Constance, Credence, um, will give you, uh, some information about the, about the site. So, it's not the main area, basically, where, like, what commerce that does happen um, in this, like, logging camp uh, is not terribly big. Uh, the facility itself, they have kind of, like, the St. Lawrence Boom and Lumber Company, which, by the way, was the name of a real lumber company in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, uh... They have like a kind of a makeshift headquarters and a where like a large hangar slash warehouse there uh again all this stuff is like prefab so like weird geometric dome buildings and uh and like shipping container stacked together into like building shaped objects are kind of the order of the day um the roads would be muddy if they weren't frozen. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's that, that sort of, it, it's that sort of place. This is a very like frontier town sort of vibe to it. Um, if this was an actual old West setting, most of these places would be made out of tents. Um, so it's going to probably be, as long as you guys don't just fly your ship into the middle of the town, Constance, Fe- or Credence, I need to just, maybe I'll just change her name to Constance. The, uh, <laughs> Credence. Don't change her yeah. name to Constance, Brian. The, uh, Credence thinks that, like, you later. guys could just park out of town and mosey in without too much trouble or people drawing attention. Um, e- a thing that regularly happens is that, you know, somebody will do a big job and then to lay low, they'll come out to one of these little logging camps, sign up to do work, work for like, you know, four, six months, and then, you know, piss the fuck off off the planet and, you know, get back to their outlaw in ways. Um, it's like in the, the open secret of most of these logging camps. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So you guys have that as, like, you don't really necessarily have to, unless you want to go in absolutely guns blazing. Uh, Creed doesn't think that you guys would have, would draw too much attention. Um, But otherwise, you guys would probably need to do some scouting to get, like, the actual layout of the place and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, I think that... Online would really try to put weight behind the idea of essentially is there a time limit to this? Well, I mean, besides the fact that these people might die. No, again, it's sooner sooner the better, but like if you could get it done in the next week, she'd appreciate it. Okay. Okay. Um, but 
online would definitely put weight behind the idea of like trying basically pretending like we're going to ground there mm-hmm. um, and and using that as kind of uh, a way to get information um, yeah or. that makes a lot of sense do we so here's the question that I have. Do we want to all show up together or do we want to kind of come in piecemeal and pretend like we don't know each other um, so that hopefully our actual um, crew isn't as easily identified as such? I mean... Do you ha- guys, you guys do have a little bit of a reputation now. Yeah. Uh, Alwine uh, touches their chest and they're like, um, we did just get in a firefight with Butch. I think we have reason as a crew to be trying to go to ground. Yeah, but isn't this place run by Baron Carter? <laughs> like, who Baron hired Carter, Butch? Uh, Baron Carter and Butch Foxwell and like Gamma in general while they're aligned, they ain't the same folk. Okay. So. But Baron Carter had hired Butch. Yeah, but Gamma's just mercenaries. They were muscle that he hired. Like, if they got shown, if they were shown up as assholes, really that reflects poorer on them to Baron Carter than it does on you guys to Baron Carter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I paid mm-hmm. money for you. These are just four assholes in a spaceship. You're a whole fucking militia. What the fuck? I want to change our our ship name to Four Assholes in a Spaceship. No. Come on. <laughs> also, we're five assholes in a spaceship. Oh, that's, that's right. You are five assholes now. You, well, listen, you're, now, you're four assholes and one beautiful boy. I know. <laughs> Pound cake is not an asshole, Owine. I will not put up with this. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... The, I'm going to hold, like, if you guys want to infiltrate the town, um, I can say you, you do that as part of, like, we, we can be kind of lucid with the, in, like, the, the information gathering, and when you guys really start, decide to, like, pull the trigger on, do, on, like, doing rescue or recovery yeah. or, you know, kidnapping, um, then we'll pull the trigger on the engagement roll. Yeah, I think that sounds yeah. good. Um, oh, my Google Home just yelled at me from the bathroom. <laughs> did it? Did it tell you to the remember that you life? have reasons to live? Again? No, it didn't tell me why I need to live today. It told me the power controls were offline and mood. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, so does everybody like the idea of? St- uh, of going in as yourselves, but under a cover story. Yeah, infiltration. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Winter. Yeah. Okay. Gary. I mean, Let's do what? It. What does undercover mean for Winter? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's not right. like you guys are not necessarily like you're good at sneaking in, but I wouldn't necessarily say subterfuge is like your greatest skill. What would be Only if a we- loud robot? Uh, basically Lando Calrissian, a, a trigger-happy pilot, and a banjo pl- 
playing concert doctor. Look, I'll go for it if we can get a montage of uh, Pound dressing Winter in what Pound considers to be a disguise. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) Molly wanders in and is like, what the fuck are y'all doing? I think Molly wanders in. We see Molly say that and the camera kind of like pans around the corner of the bedroom and like Pound is like looking at Molly in his headless self and like and Winter is in like one of Pound's like puffy jackets and like uh, a pair of like puffy, puffy like ski pants, like when the kind of pants that you wear when you like go skiing or snowboarding mm-hmm. or what have you and then like a big puffy jacket and then you can't really figure out what to do with the head part because like your head's too like big and square right i love the idea of like pound putting like foundation on winter's screen oh my god like we'll just make it skin color i think what he's and- done is he's taken a toboggan and pulled it taut over the square part of your head mm. and winter just looks at molly like i did not know it was possible for a robot to feel warm I am warm. Pound gives a big <laughs> thumbs up. I, I bet you are. Let's let's have a conversation about the meaning of disguise. Is it winter? <laughs> no. I am no. warm. It, you gotta you gotta blend in. You gotta make people not pay attention to you. And right now, I gotta say, Winter, you're pretty damn eye catching. Thank you. No, I mean, you're, you're welcome, but that's not what we need right now, like at all. Well, I think you look good, Winter, says You Pound. do. Listen. Uh, when, so when Molly is like, you look uh, whatever, and like. Eye-catching. Mm-hmm. Eye-catching. Winter puts a heart emoji, and then it breaks, and then when Pound is like, I think you look good, the heart emoji, like, fixes itself. Oh, honey, you look good, but maybe you don't. Have the look that will get us the results we need in this specific instance. Alwine comes down the hallway um, and uh, Mads is in little booties and a sweater and a harness. <laughs> and Mad and Alwine uh, has a a big coat on because it is snowing outside and um winter's um, heart emoji gets bigger at seeing mads's little sweater (laughs) Uh, winter do you see out of the television part of your head or you're like optical sensors somewhere else i think i see out of the television part so we probably shouldn't cover it with a toboggan okay pound was gonna be like okay so pound's like all right i've got an idea right and uh the the camera kind of pans around to like uh the shot of a line and Molly who are probably looking horrified at this. I don't mean to play your all's characters, but when we <laughs> pin, the camera pans back around, Pound has stretched like a rubber mask over <laughs> Winter's head. Oh my! Winter's head is like spinning in circles. Like <laughs> it is dark now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Better. Well, Winter, no. Um, no, hey, you know, I'm I'm going to make a suggestion, and it's just a suggestion, and I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings <laughs> right now. Both robots look did on I, big heart, a big, big puppy dog eyes. Did I, did I, did I just say hurt nobody's feelings? Um, so anyway, I, I would, I would suggest kindly that while this looks great 
Um, maybe puppy dog eyes shimmer. <laughs> maybe Winner um, could find out more information as a robot than they could as a human because people might not might let their guard down around a robot, if you know what I mean. Right? With like a slapping noise, Winter pulls the the rubber mask <laughs> off of their television head. I mean you're so you're so good with people, Winter. You really are. And and <laughs> I'm glad neither one of these robots are equipped with biometric readers. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I take one look at you and I just open right up. And um, <laughs> um, I think oh I think Alwine uh, kind of clears their throat, um, and they're like. Uh, Right, so Pound, um, I'm thinking of trying to get some kind of delivery uh, job. And uh, Mads here can pull a sled, um, but I'll need someone to help me with loading said sled, uh, if you wouldn't mind helping out. No, I, I, could, I, can, I can do that. I'm good at loading things. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you to not wear clothes on this particular mission. Oh, okay. Shoulders slump. <laughs> oh, you can put them back on honey. when you get back on the ship, but in in order to uh, not draw attention, I think that it might be best if you uh, no, I, I, go without. Yeah. I I, und- I, under- you, I understand. Yeah. If you went commando, uh, yeah. as it were, oh, uh, buddy. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pound turns to winter like you're more than welcome to any of my clothes while I'm not using them. <laughs> Begins putting more jackets on the jacket. <laughs> I have never done this before. Um, so I think we'll figure out what winter's act. Like I would like to pan the camera up to like what winter's actual like. Uh, outfit ends up <laughs> being once they hit the town. Um, but uh, since we're already on the subject, Molly, what is your winter wear look? My winter. W- oh, my winter wear. Oh, uh-huh. it, look, this is going to get confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a big TV on my head. Um, well, I Molly just. She she has she has a um, a jacket that kind of has like the wool inside of it like the sh- like the the shearling the, like the woolly inside you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah 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 but it's still the same kind of look um, and a scarf and some gloves okay um, yeah Carrie what's your winter look um, pretty much the same as usual uh, heavy jeans heavy boots uh shirt and vest um with a uh also with a scarf and heavy duster okay i think as you guys are getting ready to to head out of the ship pound comes through and puts toboggans on all y'all's head because you're gonna get a fucking cold jesus christ it's cold outside we're at oh uh, <laughs> uh thank you pound <laughs> Molly waits until she's out of sight of Pound and then takes it back off. You're all loading into the same weird space forklift, so it's going to be a while. Um, 
because I imagine that's how you guys are. You guys are not taking the wyvern into town. No. Okay. Um, the I assume you guys have like a. I mean, we've already established you have like an overland transport that's kind of like part forklift, part the mule from like Firefly, right? Yeah, it's right. our yeah, truck. Yeah, the truck. Um, um, Alwine, I think, was going to literally sled into town. Um, Are you afraid the truck's going to get stolen? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, draw a lot of attention. Um, also, you know, if they have their own sled, it makes it uh, an easier lie to sell, I guess. That's fair. Are you guys... Uh, how how did you plan for everyone else to get in town? Because you guys are, is the plan for you guys to all to come into a in as a unit? Uh, I don't know about as a unit, but not hiding that we're from the same ship, you know. Okay. Okay. So like, if someone else wanted to take the the not forklift, then the truck. But I think we spell truck like T period. R period, U period, C period, K period. <laughs> it's an acronym for something I haven't figured out yet. Oh, God, that'll take a while. <laughs> Actually, it's truck. It's T-R-U-C-C. So it's like the the Terrence Recreational Utility and Construction... Uh, carrier. Carrier. There we go. We got it. We made <laughs> it. <laughs> Yay. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's so It does so many things. It's yeah. a recreational utility construction carrier. Jesus. Um, truck. Uh, yeah. Truck with two C's. Um. But yeah, there's a shot of like all wine. Why did I hooking Mads up? I mean, I think that's a great episode title. <laughs> Fuck, I hate myself. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Anyway. Oh, honey. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel bad about that joke. It's okay if you guys want to kick me out of the game. I, um, unlike some, I'm not going to make fun of you for making something that's not quite a pun. I never did anything you said so yourself. <laughs> I, I'm talking about Brian. Oh. Um. <laughs> so there's a shot of Alwine hooking bads up to a sled. Yep, uh-huh. Um, they, like, laboriously climb out of their chair and, like... Um, uh, a step into uh, a, a special like harness uh-huh. that's on the the sled itself, um, and they they uh, have a cane as well, and so they hook the cane over the sled. And uh, are they taking their chair with them? <laughs> no. Okay, chair staying behind. Um, just yeah. So just I was gonna actually snow. on a completely different tangent, uh, but while I'm thinking about it. Uh, mm-hmm. We had talked previously about, like, the subdermal interfer- interface that, like, the pilots use. So, like, when Molly and Carrie are in their mechs and they want to control their mechs, they have to put on their helmet uh, because right. that's where the subdermal interface is. Uh, but obviously, right. uh, Wine's probably not slapping a helmet on every time they need to pilot this giant spaceship because at any point they need the helmet, they're probably too fucked for that helmet to do anything. Um, yeah. But I was thinking it would be interesting if Oddwine had just, like, jerry-rigged the system into their chair. Oh. That would make some sense, And then the chair just sort of locks into place in the cockpit. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
And then um, you have more of a connect direct connection to the ship while you're in the ship. Like, while you're just, like, piddling about in the ship. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, I like that. Okay, cool. But I don't think the chair has uh, good mobility in ice and snow. No. This is... So, for the most part... <laughs> For the most part, you can get around pretty okay. Because I imagine you don't have just, like, a bog-standard wheelchair. Because um, mm-hmm. you, you've you had the chair even when you were back when you were in the military, correct? Uh, y- or maybe yes. to a lesser extent back then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you guys have been outlaws. I, I assume, considering how much a wine spends on their clothing, they probably would spend good money on their wheelchair. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I can't imagine that it is just like uh, it is not robust, but there's a difference between robust in like a a place that has roads and robust in a place that has dirt roads that are frozen over and uh, shipping containers that are buildings. Right. So so mobility issues might be somewhat of a thing here. Yeah. Um, And they're they're basically strapping themselves in for a day of pain. Um, because standing for long periods, uh, is fucking exhausting. Mood. Okay, so, Awine's getting in their sled. Uh, is everybody else going on the truck, or can your sled take anyone else with you? I could probably take one or two people. Okay. Um, like, sitting in the sled. Anybody want to ride with Awine? What would look most normal for me to be doing? Can Winter keep up with the sled? I, don't I know mean, that Mads, winter can I would Mads say, is pulling it at dog speed. I would say that probably Winter needs to ride on the truck because Winter weighs more than a person does. Significantly. Yeah, I think it would make more sense for Winter to be riding on the yeah. truck, too. Like, just look shut down or something. Yeah, or even mm-hmm. driving the truck. It wouldn't be outside of the norm for, like, a unit hmm. like you to drive the truck. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are going to be a well. lot of robots in, like, just to kind of, like, it's a logging town, so they use a lot of robot robot labor. Um, you know, this is an assisted, uh, you know, this is like a future logging town. So it's not like just guys with chainsaws, you know, it's, it's robots doing things. It's guys in like specialized construction mechs doing things, that sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Molly uh, does the whole like jumping over the, um, the edge to get up, to get into the truck. Um, uh, Followed by Pound just walking dutifully around the perimeter of the truck and getting in behind you. (laughs) Much slower. I'm not saying he's faster than you at it, but. Well, yeehaw, motherfuckers. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Oh, did Pound Pound Cake say yeehaw? I guess so he did. I did. Oh, Molly like grins at him. He stares at you. Winter turns to you and just. (laughs) You're doing so good. Winter turns to you with an emoji of a cowboy hat on the screen. <laughs> and I guess presses the gas pedal. Okay. Yeah, you guys... Um, Carry rods uh, on the sled. I have decided okay. what they... Okay. I was going to ask. Yep. Okay. I, I've decided what in, Winter ends up coming out wearing. Okay. What do we see Winter climbing into the driver's seat of the, of the truck? Winter is wearing, uh, like, a tan kind of peacoat situation but it's like peplum where it flares out into like an a-line uh-huh. and it's fur lined uh on the collars and on, or on the collar and the sleeves and <laughs> um 
Also, just a big chunky scarf, some jeans, and some Uggs over the jeans. <laughs> Uggs. Oh, no. <laughs> and their big TV <laughs> Yep. Uh, They've also tried to keep the toboggan on because they want to make Pound happy, but I think it keeps like like snapping off, like you know when it's being mm-hmm. stretched and it just snaps back to its original size. It's not supposed to be square. <laughs> yeah, they've like they found something on their head to like hang it off of. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, you guys head into town. Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kind of go through. I'm just gonna kind of go through everybody. Uh, tell me what you want to do while you're trying to like suss out information, what you're trying to figure out to do, and we'll just kind of roll with it from there. That sound okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So let's start with a wine and carry, um, just because mm-hmm. there's a less of you. The <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys get into town, um, and it is more bustling than you thought it would be. Uh, There's a number of people out. Uh, They're all obviously in winter clothing. Um, They seem to be moving from various, like, building to building. Um, Let me... I have some examples of the prefab buildings that I was thinking of. Um, So there are, like... Well... So there are a combination of, like, plastic prefabbed buildings... Um, so there's, like, plastic prefab buildings, there's kind of, like, the weird conical-shaped, um, or, like, half-conical-shaped, like, little, like, uh, domed buildings, um, they're straight up and down what look like storage containers with, like, windows and doors bolted into them with, like, heating units, like, stapled to the side that are, like, either one-ups or two next to each other or, like, two on top of each other or, like, four-bys, like, in various, like, modular configurations. Um, and off in the distance, you can see a pretty big hangar. Um, you imagine that's probably where, like, the actual mining equipment and mining office is. Mm-hmm. And there's one building, um, it is four of these shipping containers sort of slapped together, um, and just spray painted on the side of this, like, olive drab shipping container in, like, white letters is bar. just says bar. (laughs) (laughs) It's just bar. Um... You see some guys, like, entering and exiting another smaller shipping container store. It's, like, a shipping container, and then behind it is, like, another ship. It's, like, a weirder, longer shape. Um, but as you get in front of it, you can kind of suss out, oh, like, that's, like, the that's like the company store. Um, so it's probably, like, one of those shipping containers is literally just acting as a shipping container, like, as a container. And the other, like, other one is, like, more of the storefront. And, uh, there's some other little places. There's probably, like, a doctor's office. There's a makeshift post office and communication center. There's stuff like that, but th- those are your sort of, your, pardon me, see, I've got the hiccups, uh, your biggest landmarks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What would you like is, to do? There's, there's no, is there a jail? Not that you've seen. Hmm. Um, so... Allwine is going to uh, go to either the company store or another um, 
you know, small kind of general store kind of thing. Um, and basically ask to see if um, anyone needs any, like, delivering, anyone has any delivery work um, that they could do. Um, and uh, they... Um, as they're as they're doing that, and hopefully, if they um, do get some kind of work like that, um, basically what they're doing as as they go around is trying to um, basically trying to feel out what the local gossip is. Okay. Um, and they are they're they're basically acting like, hey, you know. I'm new in town. Um, what is, you know, what's the advice for a newbie? You know, who do I need to be wary of? Um, who can I go to for uh, maybe a roof over my head or or stuff like that? Okay. Um, yeah. Um, you walk into this general store and it's let the f- storefront part is way less of the front of the building than you thought it would be. Um, Mm -hmm. the counter is probably about like 10, 15 feet from the door. Um, there's a very Mm -hmm. small open space, but behind it, you can kind of see like a bunch of stuff lined up on the wall behind the counter. The counter runs wall to wall. Um, there's like Mm -hmm. a little plastic divider. Um, Mm -hmm. and the, the guy behind the counter spots you immediately. Um, he, um, is, uh... He's like a white guy. Um, he fuck it. I'm just going to lean all the way in. He's like a white guy. He's got like the little apron on Mm -hmm. big handlebar fucking mustache, uh, (laughs) shaved head. And he's like, well, I ain't seen you around here before. Are you, uh, you one of the newer hires? They send you over here to get you set up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of just. Just came in. Well, come on, um, come on up. He like waves up. Come on up here. Come on. Don't you be afraid. Don't you be afraid of old Jan here. His name is Jan Watkins. Oh. Um, they make their way slowly to the front. Uh, they uh, kind of gesture with their cane a little bit, and they're le- leaning heavily on Mads. Mm-hmm. And they say, "You got to forgive me. I'm not uh, as fast as I used to be." Nah, nah. It's understandable. We got a lot of folks who have have. Uh, transitioned out of frontline work as I believe the front office likes to put it uh and that is uh that is okay by that's okay by old yawn uh they get you set up so let's get you set up here did you give you your uh your initial bill your initial uh goods bill no no I they didn't really give me anything to to start with huh um well what can old yawn help you with then um, I, I'm, I'm really kind of just looking for, for some work to maybe help get myself established. Um, or, uh, you know, a place to stay would be great. <laughs> ah, so when I said that you were, when you said that you were a new hire, you were meaning that you were looking to be newly hired, not that you are currently hired. Yeah, I don't know me. why he's getting more and more from Mississippi, but I've just got to lean into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's Jan's from Mississippi. here. 
So <laughs> uh, he's just <laughs> drifting that way. I'm just going to lean into it, I think. Um, <laughs> well, I am but a humble runner of the company store, and I am contract bound to accept only company script, but well, I do like a young entrepreneur. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think either give me like a, a, I think like a sway or consort is maybe what we're looking here. Cause he's not going to just give up the, like, or if you want to just straight, like I'm going to say you can either sway or consort him to get information on a job. Or if you just want to straight up pay him, he'll tell you like, um, but it would be like one cred for the information. Uh, you know how hard we are at uh, parting with one cred. <laughs> <laughs> Should I make it like six cred? Because you guys seem way more willing to spend a fuck ton of money. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's more worth it to get good information. Uh, so I don't I don't really want to risk it on a roll. That's fair. Um, I just wanted to. So I he's think- a guy who's definitely motivated by profit. So if like you just. I want to put it out there, like, if you just want to pay him, he'll take that payment and give you information. Okay, yeah. Basically, Alwine, um, kind of, uh, hands over a cred, Mm -hmm. um, and is something, says something along the lines of, um, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you could, uh, help me hit the ground running, so to speak. And I think what happens is you, like, slip the cred across the counter, and we see, like, Jan kind of, like, stretch a little bit and lean forward and just, like, put his arm down on the counter, like, over over the uh-huh. <laughs> the currency, um, but not, like, yeah. physically show that he's picking anything up. Um, mm-hmm. He goes, Oh, Jan here. He, uh, he does love a go-getter. Um... <laughs> can't get out of this voice anymore. You're stuck there I'm now. stuck here. This is where I live. The, uh... Now, I am not a man who is well-versed outside of company business. Uh, I like to keep to my lane, as you would imagine. Uh, company provides more than well enough. Um, but I have heard of a few... Rapscallions, uh, go-getters such as yourself who have been putting together more of an of a sort of a club, as you might say, or a gathering. I wouldn't go so far as to say a gang by any means, but, you know, <laughs> something approaching that. Uh, they are leader. Uh, you can talk to a. What you need to do is talk to a person named a Johnny Grimes. Uh, they explain that you can find a Johnny Grimes is currently in the bunkhouse. They're they're on payroll, but a Johnny Grimes does not go out and do any uh, any jobs currently and while they are living in the barracks a johnny and a johnny's people a johnny using they them pronouns um a johnny and their people have their own little section of the barracks that they're chilling out in um Mm -hmm. so so that is uh 
so that if you're looking for extracurricular work that isn't necessarily straight up and down logging, a Johnny might mm-hmm. be the person you need to talk to. What else can old Leon help you with? <laughs> uh. Um. See if he'll make you a mint julep. <laughs> you can't grow mint in this kind of cold. <laughs> I bet you got some. No, just teasing. Well, of course I wild. do, but that's for me. <laughs> I say, uh, I say, uh, I say, <laughs> I'm just a small town owner of a company store. Uh, <laughs> I'm no big city thrift, uh, uh spinster playing. so much for listening. Our crew at The Room Where It Happened has joined forces with the folks from Follow the Leader to form the Standing Stones Podcasting Guild. You can find us on Twitter at Stones underscore Standing, or you can download one of our joint productions, Dumb Kids Playing Hero, on your preferred podcatcher or listen to it on Spotify. You can check out our Twitter to see all of the really cool projects that we have coming up, and again, that handle is Stones underscore Standing. Thank you again for listening, uh, and if you could, Please give us a five-star rating on your podcatcher of choice. It really, really helps us. Uh, Thanks so much. Have a great night. Bye.